All right. Hey, welcome in. Gabe DeArmond here with PowerMizzou.com. Time for our monthly chat with Andy Ledecky from MyPerfectFranchise.net. And um, as we were talking about just before we started this, Andy, the first thing I want to do every time we talk to you is just give you the Cliff's note, give you a chance to give kind of the Cliff's notes version of, of what you do and what opportunities you can offer the people listening and subscribing to our site here. And then, then we'll kind of go from there. I appreciate it, Gabe. Uh, so Cliff Notes version, I'm a, I'm a business owner. I'm a franchisee turned uh, entrepreneur turned uh, now as well franchise consultant. And that's really, I guess, what I'm here to talk to people about is, is how I can help you find a business that really kind of matches your DNA through a, a process that we go through, uh, starting with a very in-depth consultation. And then I kind of hold your hand like a real estate agent through the process of looking at franchises to make sure that you do an unbelievable job with your evaluation. So that's that's kind of it in a nutshell. There you go. So uh, so I was talking to my wife works uh, at, a, at a local business here in Columbia a couple of days a week and. She comes home with some with some stories, you know, about uh, about customers and and people that she runs into. And I told her last week, I said, you know, I don't really think anymore that I could work around people like I, I used to have a job where I was around people every day. I now work for myself from my house, largely not a lot of uh, personal interaction. So I'm curious, like people that that are interested in in maybe working with you, um, what are the advantages from a, Hey, setting a schedule and, and just kind of being their own boss type of uh, situation. What was your situation when you were, were the franchisee? Well, there's a lot in that, that question here. So first of all, I guess what, what my role was when I started my franchise was kind of eight to five ish. Uh, and then, you know, after hours, you're always kind of thinking about your business and maybe kicking off some emails or whatever, uh, after the kids go to bed, but, um, nothing excruciating. Um, immediately I had more freedom and flexibility because I did not have two or three weeks of PTO that I had to worry about anymore. I had unlimited. I just needed to make sure my business was successful. So I had that hanging on over my shoulders whenever I would take a day off. Um, now my, my world is I, I spend two to five hours a week on each of my businesses. So I've got a lot of flexibility, but what I thought was really interesting, Gabe, and what you said is like, you don't like being around humans or whatever, you know? You it's not my strength, public. yeah. So, no, so, so funny is, you know, through our process, the, that right there, okay, so, you know, maybe a sales a model where you've got heavy sales or a lot of employees that you're, you're managing is not going to be a good fit for you. So we look at less employee type of driven models. Uh, I think about the salon suites world, is one that we're, there's a lot of upside ROI. Uh, it's expensive to get into, but there's no employees in that business model. So anyway, through my process, we'll find the right fit for you that will really make your skill set shine. And, and obviously, like, hey, when you're, when you're doing what you're doing, when I'm doing what I'm doing, I mean, I kind of downplay it. But obviously, yes, there's hours, there's responsibilities. But what I found in doing what I'm doing is, I love the ability to kind of set my own schedule, right? There are some times where, yeah, hey, two o'clock on Tuesday, this is where you've got to be. You don't really have a choice. But there's also a lot of times where it's like, 
I could do this on two o'clock on Tuesday at two o'clock, but I got something to do. So I'm going to move that up to one or back to four or whatever, you know, and, and that's what I've liked most about what I'm doing. Just how much was that flexibility? And I'm sure it varies depending on the business and the stage that you're at, but, but how much is there in, in some of these opportunities? Well, I I've have, I think I have unlimited flexibility. And the reason I have unlimited flexibility is because my businesses are mature. Mm-hmm. One that I bought recently, I bought an existing business. So it was already mature. 84% of the dumpsters were de- deployed. So the heavy lifting is done when you're ramping a business up the early years, early days, whatever. So, uh, you know, it, it, depending on the model, you know, if you're going to be an owner operator, if you're going to work, if you're going to be a key employee in an owner operator model, you're going to think, 40 hours a week is what you really need to be able to commit to. It's not overwhelming um, hours like a lot of other corporate jobs out there, but you do need to want to focus on your business full-time. And if you're not wanting to do that, then you look at semi-absentee model businesses where your manager is doing that and and is is taking on that role. So um, anyway, yeah, there's just a, a couple ways to look at it, but you have plenty of flexibility after you get a business mature or if you if you started out semi absentee. Mm-hmm. All right, so we were talking a little bit beforehand and and you brought up kind of an interesting point and and you're talking a lot about employees, managers, things like that. So we've had some discussions on our message board this year after people go to Mizzou football games. Some people have said, "Well, I waited in line in the concession stand. I don't understand how hard can it be to just hire more people to do it." Well, the truth is right now it's very hard. I mean, if you go to any restaurant, any anything really like, Hey, I want this salad. Okay. Well, we don't have any onions and we only have three people working. So it's going to take 15 minutes. So, uh, you talked about how you've, you've been talking a lot about the ability to hire people and, and get around some of those issues. So in your line of work in, if somebody wants to work with you, what kind of challenges the current situation present for people and, and how do you get around some of it? Well, there's definitely no magic wand is what I've felt found, but, um, what we have done, you know, in my, my Syner- Synergy Home Care franchise that I own, we've got around 100 employees over there. Uh, 90 of the 100 are $10 an hour employees. So very low wage, um, high turnover, uh, low, low bar as far as employee grade, you know. Um, so we're always trying to find good caregivers and we're always having to find caregivers. But, and when we find good ones, we want to keep them. So we really focus on retention too. And what I've found, especially, especially in my line of work, where I think it's a little more compassion driven, um, is we've done a lot of different things out there to go find caregivers. First of all, we've, we've turned into a recruiting organization. Um, I, my, I've got, my finance coordinator now is recruiting coordinator slash finance coordinator, putting about 20 hours a week of her 40 hours into recruiting, uh, fielding resumes, uh, going to different job boards that we used to. But Indeed really is the best place, best place to go. You can, you can find a ton of folks through Indeed.com. Uh, what we found is, is what's so important is, is making sure they're good and then the retention on the back end. So uh, what we've done on the retention side, and I've, I've done a lot of different things. I've thrown a lot of darts at the dartboard, uh, Gabe, and um, I feel like I've kind of figured out what's working there. Uh, we've got Blue Cross Blue Shield for our employees. 
um, where I pay 50% of their Blue Cross Blue Shield. Um, I've got a profit sharing program where I give 10% of my, my profits back to the company on an annual basis, like a, a self-funded 401k by me to them because they can't afford a 401k. Uh, I, what else do we give them? I give them pay time off after two years in the company. No other caregiver company does that. Home care company does that. But I say that because none of that crap is moving the needle for me on today's employee. So what I've found is the, the uh, monthly bonuses that we give move the needle as well as more than anything is rewards and recognition. We've started sending out a weekly letter, a thank you letter, a job well done letter to, to a, a caregiver. And they are calling us and thanking us and saying, gosh, that letter meant so much. I've never gotten a thank you call for the profit share for the, for the Blue Cross Blue Shield. That's, and, and that's a big thing that I'm doing for them. But that doesn't move the needle like just making them feel like part of the family a little bit and making them feel loved. So anyway, remember that the little things matter on the retention side when you're working with lower level employees, because a lot of times they're not in it for just the money. That's what I've learned and want to pass along in that regard. I'm curious, you mentioned recruiting in there a lot. Um, so how much of if for people who are, hey, interested in doing this and, and starting a franchise and all that, then how much of their job then becomes kind of a recruiter, right? Like I got to go sell this to other people and, and have people interested in not only buying whatever I'm selling, but in working for my company and all that. How, how much of that is how much of a franchisee is, hey, I'm kind of betting on my personality here. It, 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 I mean, it depends on the, the business model, the franchise uh, on betting on the personality. But, you know, if you've got a model where you've got to have employees, then there is a recruiting aspect to it because you want to hire great people to represent your business. Um, I don't do the recruiting for Synergy Home Care, my, my home health. Uh, I, I never have, to be honest with you. We do have some heavy lifting on that side of it. What I have is a very heavy employee-driven business model. Um, I don't. I don't actually represent any other company, any other franchise that that needs this many employees to get to a big number. Um, typically, it's 20, 30 employees, not 100, 150, which is what home care is. So, uh, yeah. We are, uh, so we're now starting to talk my language a little bit, uh, full disclosure here. Andy is a Texas fan. So this is going to be up his alley. Um, <laughs> sometimes hey, recruiting's important, right? But sometimes people fall in love with recruiting and forget about development and retention. Like you're talking about, um, doesn't matter who you sign. If, uh, if they're four and four on the field and losing to Baylor on the way out to big 12, does it? No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. We do not develop it. Maybe it's, uh, maybe we sent too many soft little letters telling them how, how wonderful they are. I don't know what we've done. Something's in the freaking water over there. Or I don't know. I really, is something in the water? I don't know what's going on in Austin, Texas, but it, it's, it's, it's made, I, I think I, I mentioned to you, it makes me so much more productive. It's like God's way of giving me uh, a career path during football season is like Texas just, play terrible. And then I'll focus on my business opportunities. So I, I wrote a, uh, I, we talked about this uh, on our show. We did a show a little bit before I talked to you. Uh, I started talking to you and 
I said, you know, Missouri, this is not a season that Missouri fans are in love with either, right? They're four and four. The best, it, literally the best team they have beaten this year is either Vanderbilt or Central Michigan. Uh, they've had a couple games that were over in the first quarter. And like being a college football fan, all you want to do is feel like you're a part of this thing, right? Like we turn on Michigan, Michigan State, and that's a great game. And then you watch Ohio State, Penn State, and there's all this stuff at stake. You just kind of want to watch your team and go, yeah, I want to be a part of that as opposed to, oh, yeah, there's this other thing going on. And the other team might be playing for something, but I kind of don't really feel like I'm playing for anything except like the Alamo Bowl. It's, it's, it sucks. It really does. It, it, <laughs> the rest of the, you know, Texas has had a lot of 11 a.m. games this year. In fact, oh, the last three. Missouri owns the 11 a.m. time slot. I think it's in the it, conference bylaws. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you, you lose at 11, and then, like, the rest of the day is, like, meaningless. You know? You're like, gosh, I, I would like to watch some more college football. My wife actually gives me Saturday to do whatever I want with college football-wise, and I, I don't have any desire to watch any more college football because – my yeah my season's not really yeah six and six year kind of isn't appetizing at all right so that kind of ties i want to tie it back into obviously the opportunities that exist here with you and, and you say something interesting your wife gives you saturday so is it is this in it like somebody that we've talked about the the flexibility and the schedule and what you have to do but like i think maybe an advantage of being your own boss here or being in charge is you can say, all right, this is the day I want. If it's Saturday where you want to watch college football, cool. If it's Sunday where you want to watch the whatever, the Chiefs or the Jets or whoever you might be a fan of, cool. If there's, if you want to work your day, so, hey, man, you know what? Wednesday nights, my daughter's got softball. Like, that's going to be my free time. Like, it, it, do you have opportunities where, hey, people people have that, that flexibility where maybe they, it's not a, a nine to five or a Monday through Friday type thing? Well, if you're running it semi-absentee or you've matured your business, that's exactly what your life is. I mean, so, so on Wednesday, I've blocked out my schedule Wednesday through Friday of this week. I'm going up to Clarksdale, Mississippi to go uh, do some fishing and uh, check out some blues uh, with a couple of buddies. Next week, I'm going on an owner's retreat for Synergy, but I, I just block out whatever I want to block out. I'm always done at five because I've got, I've got baseball stuff for my son every Every day this week, actually, I got a game off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of this week. I guess I'll be missing Wednesday now that I think about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> that sucks. Uh, anyway, yeah, you, but you, I have ultimate freedom, flexibility. I, I eat lunch with my kids when they when they let me and COVID's not around or whatever. But I, I get to do whatever I want, whenever I want. And that's really what I feel like the American dream is all about, is being able to enjoy this country and our freedom like this. And that's that's what franchise ownership has given me. So yes, it's there for you. So it, it, just kind of back to the, the general premise, if somebody reaches out to you and says, Hey, I'm, I'm interested in this, then, then what's the process between you and, and this person to, to kind of take in those next steps? So we'll start off with a, an introductory call. Well, we're just getting to know each other a little bit. Um, I'll answer any questions you may have about franchise ownership. And then I'll kind of go through what the process looks like. And the process looks like uh, intro call, like I said. And then the next call would be our consultation where I've, I've got to ask a lot of open-ended questions, really get to know you. I'm doing a lot of asking and a lot of listening and typing. And then after our consultation, we'll have a matching call where I'll match you up with three or four franchises that kind of fit your criteria. And we'll go over that criteria 
that I went into matching with. Then you'll have your starting point with the franchisors. I'll register you with them and they'll reach out to you and have a, another set of calls. So it will be an introductory call. Then you'll have a, a unit economics call. Then you'll have a marketing call. Then you'll have an operations call. Then you'll have a franchise disclosure uh, review call, uh, FDD call. Then you'll have validation calls talking to franchisees. And then you'll have leadership calls with the uh, execs in the business. And then if you love what you're hearing and it all makes sense and you want to buy, you, you finalize that by going typically out to corporate headquarters for what they call confirmation day or discovery day, meeting the execs from the CEO on down. They'll take you out to dinner, put on a bunch of presentations uh, over a course of like two days. So you can really kind of make sure you've answered every question you can think of before making a decision. I mean, you had me to take me out to dinner. So, so I'm in, <laughs> we're going to do that. Um, just for, for the people watching or listening that have, have managed to stick with me for this long, which, Hey, I do shows every day. And, and I don't know, man, I might lose a lot of people in the first 10 minutes, but, but if they're still around, like uh, what's, how do they get in touch with you? How do they find out more about you and, and, and then kind of go about maybe taking that first step? Yeah. 20 minutes of non-football talk. I, I, if we've got two on the phone uh, or on the, on the air, still great. <laughs> but uh, Hey, hey uh, you know what? If we had any Missouri or Texas fans, they ain't here for the football talk. I promise you that. That's right. Hey, would, help me make you more productive. Uh, you can reach out to me at uh, Andy at myperfectfranchise.net or uh, by phone, you can call text uh, area code 404-973-9901. Perfect. Uh, well, certainly we, we hope some people do that. And like, Hey, anytime I'm, I'm talking with somebody where like, I know a lot less about what we're talking about than they do. I just always like to kind of end with, is there anything that like, that you think, Hey, these people need to know this and the idiot asking the questions didn't really ask about it and, and kind of give you a chance. If there's anything else that, that you feel like, whether it's topical for this month or just in general, that people should know. No, I, you know, I think we covered a lot of ground today, but if you're listening and business ownership is somewhat interesting to you, let's have a call and I can just answer any questions you may have so you can understand what it's all about and see if it's the, the timing is right now or maybe it's something that you need to have a goal of shooting for down the road. But I could at least we talk through the financial stuff, uh, credit score stuff, uh, timeline stuff. But uh, anyway, call me if this is interesting because uh, nothing ventured, nothing gained, right? Perfect. Well, again, it's Andy at myperfectfranchise.net. Um, that's probably the easiest way to to reach out. And, and uh, if you need to, to remember the phone number, go back like 90 seconds. It's there. Um, this is recorded. You can pause and, and go forward and backward and, and find that phone number again. But Andy, appreciate it, man. And uh, I don't know what's what's Texas got left. I know a lot of my listeners enjoy your pain on, on that front, at least. <laughs> what do we have left? We've got we got a W for sure wait, waiting for us in Kansas. Okay, yeah. Uh, then we've got uh, Iowa State. That's going to be a, a, a tough one. Uh, and they're, they're one of the most disappointing teams in the country. It's possible. Uh, hey, they, they, they beat us. So. <laughs> <laughs> they beat us last year. Um, so, yeah, I think we got those three left at least. And, and, is there and then you finished with Texas Tech, right? Oh, we've already beat Texas Tech, oh, so that, we got that. That's one of our four. Okay. Okay. Well, I think we got K State left as well. 
Oh, well, K-State always beats Texas, so we know yeah. that. Man. That's that's an accepted fact. we got game. three real iffy games, West Virginia, Iowa State, K-State. You never know. That's that's where we stand yeah. right there. Well, 5-7 and seven, Mizzou versus 5-7 and seven, Texas coming up in the quick lane bowl or something. That's like that. something, yeah, that's something to look forward to. <laughs> All right, oh. Andy. Appreciate your time, man. Thanks a bunch. All righty. See you, man. All right, thanks.